Hello and welcome to Can You Relate with Effie Blankson. I hope that you've all had an amazing first week of 2023 as I have. Now, um, in case you missed the notice, yes, back in November 2021, I signed on the dotted line to become Mrs. Blankson. And it's taken a while to have to make some changes because, yes, I do love my maiden name, Grant, but it still can you relate with me, Effie. The content hasn't changed, the creator hasn't changed, but the name is slightly improved. Now, I'm sure a week in into 2023, you are either doing well with whatever list that you made for yourself or already made a decision to cancel something on there now that's okay because it happens so don't beat yourself about it if you're already in that category just whatever that is left just go for gold on it well i made a conscious decision that i was only for 2023 going to take a day at a time and live it as though I will not get to live tomorrow. And so far, so good. <laughs> no tall list, only that. And the fact that it's the year I celebrate my 40th adds on to that so much. And I'll tell you this, before I turned 30, two years before that, I was having panic attacks. And I've told this story many times and that was because I strongly believed that 30 meant that's it. You're an adult. There's no, you know, playing. There, there are no second chances. None of that at all. Um, and how wrong was I? You know, 30 came, had a brilliant party, was gorgeous, family, friends. Um, I didn't have to lift a finger other than, of course, looking all dolled up and beautiful. Um, and yes, 10 years on, in a few weeks time, I will be turning 40. And I could not describe to you how excited I am about 40 and looking forward to the next decade to 50. Because so many lessons and experiences I've learned in the last decade and so yes why not i can expect a deeper level of life and learning and growing so i am excited about that um and i will be sharing a lot a lot of details on what i will be doing to celebrate that 40th in the coming weeks but let's get to what content that i'm going to be creating for you least in the first quarter of this year and so while we reflected on 2022, it was abundantly clear that the topic around parenting was what attracted you the most. And it was listened to over and over and over again. The percentages and the data on that is outstanding. And I was shocked. But I thought, well, if that is what you need, that. I am happy to oblige. And so I thought, where can I begin talking about 
parenting on a deeper level than we did in 2022. Looking at all of the celebrations around the festive season and seeing so many weddings on social media and the joy and the beauty of love, I thought, ah, there's the place to begin. Love. It always begins with a little bit of love. And so, there is where we begin. Relationships, courtships. We start with this and we hope and pray that that courtship or relationship transitions into marriage, traditionally. And then that marriage, consummated, brings about the children that we have the privilege of parenting. <laughs> It's been a joy being a parent and it's been a maddening experience as well. And I'm sure we will get to that in the coming weeks as we progress. And so, yes, we're going to start with relationships and marriage and then into after marriage, the normal expectation is children. And even the journey through having those children can be a challenge on its own for some people. And the second episode that did really well was that one about miscarriages. And so we'll delve a little bit more into that. I'm going to have a guest who will be talking about the journey of, you know, unexplained infertility, going through fertility treatments, which is IVF, and having that much desired child to have to parent. So that's the journey that I'm hoping that in this first quarter of 2023, you and I will be sharing and so don't forget to let me know if you can relate to any one of them through the social uh, inboxes or on the email. Just let me know if you can relate. Well, where to begin? Love, marriage, relationships. I note with various conversations over the years with friends and colleagues, who would have conversations sort of wanting some sort of reassurance or advice about things going either right or wrong, especially mostly of the time wrong, um, and looking to me. And I, I keep asking myself, really? You really think that I have it that easy? Um, well, no, it's been a lot of work and compromise and agreeing to disagree because guess what? Marriage does not start from when you sign on the dotted line to have to become missus. It actually starts, I've learned, from when you begin to wonder what the hell you are doing with this person, when you feel so angry and so agitated about something, when you are in that moment of testing your endurance and your love for this person that you have committed to. That is where the actual marriage is beginning. And I think that somehow we get done a disservice uh, through counselling 
um, or the lack of it or the lack of a very deep session of counselling over a long period of time, by the way, as to how much work marriage takes, how much it can take out of you, but also how much it can actually give you okay um and i often laugh at sometimes some of the things that are problems um and i'm and and i, and I go really you, you think that is a problem okay let's break it down and then we break it down and they go oh well actually now that you put it this way maybe it's not so bad well that's the work that you need to put into the marriage. And I'm looking at all of these young love coming through on social media and all the bliss of the dressing up and the bling and the dancing and the joy of that. And I'm saying to myself, good luck with the work that is yet to begin that will test your endurance and your love. And I hope and I pray that if you are a people of faith, you will not miss that key element as well. Because it doesn't matter how you start, it's about how you engage with each other and how you engage with your spirituality as well as a family unit. And so two experiences that I would give you um, for this episode with myself and Mr. Blank saying, now when we started um, out, he could not sit through even the first five minutes of any series or movie. We would pay good money, buy popcorn and drinks and go to the cinema. You're in the cinema to have a good time with your popcorn and your Coke or Fanta and the movie. And he would not even last the five minutes into the movie. And I'm like, guy, what is your problem? <laughs> but it just wasn't his thing. It wasn't. You know, watch a series. Nope. <sighs> Two minutes. Gone. And it really upset me. My goodness, it upset me so much. But it just wasn't his thing. It was my thing. It was my you know, space to be free and, you know, leave all of the stresses of my day and life and everything else. It wasn't for him. His was just being in my presence. You know, that was enough for him. And I didn't understand that. I didn't appreciate it. I thought you can do better than that. And so we did have a few, you know, tips on that. As ridiculous as that sounds, but yes, we did. <laughs> but over the years, he has got with the program. He hated it, but he's got with the program. And now we're in a space where actually he can choose a series on Netflix or Prime for us to watch. And if I miss an episode, he is able to narrate it in the way that is so picturesque for me that I still feel like I didn't actually miss this episode at all. And I know how much work he has put into this and I appreciate him for that and I do tell him that. So now the face of having an argument or misunderstanding about you not wanting to enjoy this thing with me has now become 
Well, I have learned to enjoy it because I just want to be in your space and in your presence. And so that works. Now, when it comes to having a misunderstanding or an argument, that is a different story. Now, I am fire and I've often said that I found Georgia to be my ice. Okay, and I am grateful for that because I am straight down. If we go, we're going. If you don't want to go, don't waver. Just make up your mind already. That's just me. You know, uh, Jojo is a complete opposite. He'll be patient. He, he can just sit and just watch you. And so this happens in an argument. And sometimes, you know, women are largely right in an argument if you don't know what that's by now shame on you so in the moments when we're having big bust up and i know i'm wrong but i don't want to admit that i'm wrong or actually truthfully i do know i'm wrong and i will admit that i'm wrong eventually after just you know pulling the strings for a little while longer than is necessary um, and yes, he's wrong or he's right, but I have to find a space within myself in order not to bring out that fire. Okay. Fire for fire. Everybody knows it doesn't work and it can't be really hard to do. But I learned over the years that the elders used to say that, or they still do say that actually, to just put water in your mouth but come on really when you're in the middle of it having you know a go at each other who's going to take a glass of pour water in their mouth certainly not me and so i had to come up with a new plan and that plan which has worked brilliantly so far is saying the serenity prayer in my head and so when he's on fire and I also want to be on fire, but I know because I've learned and matured over the years that it will end us nowhere positive. I just namaste, serenity prayer in my head. And then when he's done, okay, darling. Now, you would know that women don't lose an argument and we would never let anything go so even in that moment where you say okay darling or love or honey or whatever it is that you call the other person you know that in about two days or two weeks later you do know that it's going to come up again right yeah yeah yeah, yeah. you just we just time it in a way that obviously favors us so yes i agree and then i attack later in a very positive lively more loving way as opposed to the way i probably would have handled it in that heat of the moment and so i think those have been some of my experiences in terms of work and so tell me if you can relate to either of these two experiences how do you calm yourself down or take control of the times when you're having a bust up and how do you how do you manage that can you relate to this and did you have something 
that you relished in that the spouse didn't and is now gotten with the program i want to know about it tell, come and tell me all about it but yes it's work and you have to get your head in the game it's not a ride and when the elders say that marriage is a long road it really is a very long road so enjoy the bliss enjoy the love enjoy all the fancifulness that there are but remember that it begins with a lot of work and you must be self-aware to deal with it you must have the right attitude and the mindset, that attitude, to have to deal with the challenging times. And then you have to take positive action towards them. And so, until next week, be well.